Check out Unpacking Israeli History podcast. From the history of infamous terror groups, Hamas and Hezbollah, to the story of Nakba, to Israel's disengagement from Gaza in 2005, there's so much to uncover. Unpacking Israeli History cuts through the noise and helps you understand Israel's present through understanding Israel's history. Catch up on previous seasons and enjoy new episodes from Season 6 each week. So, educate yourself. Learn the history behind the headlines. Find Unpacking Israeli History wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Beyond Zero is Toyota's vision of a carbon-neutral future and more. Toyota gives you the power to reduce carbon emissions and help move toward its vision with a wide selection of electrified vehicles. Whether you're into hybrid EVs for that traditional Toyota feel with better MPG, battery EVs for a smooth and silent ride, or plug-in hybrid EVs that switch between battery and fuel, Toyota has you covered. And for those who prefer hydrogen, Toyota's fuel cell EVs emit nothing but water vapor from the tailpipe. So cool giving you the choice on how to reduce carbon emissions and move closer to Toyota's Beyond Zero Vision. Visit toyota.com slash electrified-vehicles slash beyond-zero-vision. Toyota, let's go places. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake, or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass, or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Hey, history enthusiasts. You get not one, but two events in history today. With that said, on with the show. Hi. I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that uncovers a little bit more about history every day. The day was June 18, 1908. The ship Casato Maru arrived in the port of Santos, south of Sao Paulo, Brazil. The ship was carrying the first Japanese immigrants to come to Brazil. 781 Japanese passengers took the trip from the port of Kobe to the port of Santos to work at coffee plantations, as the Japanese government had been promoting immigration as a way to solve social and economic issues. There were Japanese individuals who migrated to Brazil before the Casato Maru's arrival. But this day is considered the official beginning of Japanese mass immigration to Brazil. From the 17th century to the 19th century, Japan operated under a seclusion policy enacted by the Tokugawa shogunate that kept it isolated from the rest of the world. This period was called Sakoku, which can be translated as closed country. During this period, Japan restricted trade and relations with other countries. Most foreign nationals were not allowed to enter Japan, and Japanese people were not allowed to leave the country without a license, with harsh punishments if they did do so. 
Some of the goals of Sakoku were to cut off Western colonial and religious influences, to control commerce, and to strengthen Tokugawa authority in Japan and East Asia. Japan was not completely shut off from the world during these 200 plus years. The Dutch, Chinese, and Koreans had access to Japan, and Nagasaki was prominent as one of Japan's international cities at the time. But the isolation policy ended in the 1850s, when the country was pressured to sign treaties restoring diplomatic relations with the United States and other countries. Once Japan opened its doors, Japanese people began migrating abroad. In 1868, more than 100 Japanese people went to Hawaii to work on sugarcane plantations. Others went to work on farms in Guam. But conditions and treatment of the Japanese were poor in foreign countries, and the recruitment and transport of the Japanese contract laborers was not authorized by the Meiji government. The government banned people from immigrating out of the country for the next two decades. But in 1885, after Japan and Hawaii entered an agreement, Japanese people began leaving in droves to Hawaii, Thursday Island, New Caledonia, Australia, Fiji, and other South Pacific locations under labor contracts. The plan was for them to return to Japan with money after a few years. Japanese people also began immigrating to Latin America and North America, though later policies restricted Japanese immigration to the U.S. and Canada. As anti-Japanese sentiment rose in North America and Australia, the Japanese began looking to South America. Impoverished farmers were facing rapid industrialization in Japan, while Brazil needed more cheap labor on plantations. Japan encouraged immigration to South America as a way to deal with poverty, food shortages, and overpopulation. On April 28, 1908, the Kasuto Maru left the port of Kobe carrying hundreds of Japanese immigrants, who hoped to earn a lot of money and take it back to their families. And on June 18th, the ship reached the Santus port. Most of the people on the ship were farmers from 14 prefectures, including Okinawa, Kagoshima, and Kumamoto. Besides the 781 migrants who were set to work at coffee plantations, 10 of the passengers on board were traveling without contracts. The laborers were sent to work on several different farms. Many owners provided the Japanese laborers with housing, clothing, and food. But wages were low and living and working conditions were poor. Some migrants left the farms to work other jobs, while others started their own plantations. Japanese communities formed in the country. From 1908 until the beginning of the Pacific War in 1951, nearly 189,000 Japanese people migrated to Brazil. The overwhelming majority of those people are estimated not to have returned to Japan. From 1953 to 1973, tens of thousands more Japanese people moved to Brazil. Today, Brazil is home to the largest population of Japanese people outside of Japan. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you have any burning questions or comments to tell us, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at T-D-I-H-C Podcast. I have a new show called Unpopular. It's about people in the past who challenged the status quo and were sometimes persecuted for it. 
You can listen anywhere you listen to This Day in History class. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. There are some stories in Jewish history that are so bizarre, so fascinating, so completely wild that they feel like they're straight out of a movie, but they're all true stories. Join host Yael Steiner and Jonathan Schwab on Jewish History Nerds for a new season of intrigue, mystic realms, and bloody battles. In season three of these podcasts, you'll meet an ancient Arabian king who converted to Judaism in a struggle for power, a mysterious author who created amulets and performed Kabbalistic exorcisms, and a can't-miss story of a female Hasidic Rebbe whose story unfolds like a real-life Yentl to challenge societal norms. Jewish history nerds will keep you on the edge of your seat as you learn all about some of the craziest and most amazing yet largely unknown stories that fill Jewish history books. Find out what happened, how it happened, and why each story still matters today. Don't miss Jewish History Nerds Season 3, hosted by Yael Steiner and Jonathan Schwab. Find Jewish History Nerds wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Hello, everyone. I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a podcast that really believes in the saying, you learn something new every day. The day was June 18, 1178. Just after sunset, several monks from Canterbury reportedly saw the moon split into two and explode into flames. This happened on June 18th on the Julian calendar, but took place on June 25th when going by the Gregorian calendar. English chronicler Gervais wrote about the event. According to translations, Gervais said the following, Now there was a bright new moon, 
and as usual in that phase, its horns were tilted toward the east, and suddenly the upper horn split in two. From the midpoint of this division, a flaming torch sprang up, spewing out over a considerable distance, fire, hot coals, and sparks. Gervais went on to say that the, quote, moon throbbed like a wounded snake, and that the phenomenon happened a dozen or more times. In 1976, planetary geologist Jack B. Hartung's paper about the 1178 observation was published. In the paper, Hartung said that the event was likely not just the product of someone's imagination. He suggested that the phenomenon could have occurred because of cloud layers or turbulence in the Earth's atmosphere. He also suggested that a meteoroid could have been along the line of sight to the moon. But his best guess was that the description was consistent with an impact on the lunar surface. He acknowledged that the probability of such a lunar impact happening during recorded history was small. Based on the location and size of the event, he concluded that the supposed impact observed that day formed the crater Giordano Bruno, which was named after an Italian philosopher and friar. The crater is about 14 miles or 22 kilometers in diameter. It's on the far side of the moon and is one of the youngest large craters on the lunar surface. But the idea that the crater was formed in medieval times is not universally accepted. A study released in 2001 suggested that the event people witnessed in 1178 was not the impact that created Giordano Bruno. It said that this kind of impact would cause a week-long meteor storm on Earth, but there is no evidence that such a storm occurred. Other researchers have suggested that the crater formed more than a million years ago. And as far as what the monks actually saw, modern theories posit that a meteor exploded as it passed in front of the moon. Only the monks would have been able to see the event from their specific location on Earth. There's still debate over the true formation age of Giordano Bruno. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can send them to us at thisday at iheartmedia.com. If you prefer to hit us up on social media, leave us a note at TDIHC Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thanks so much for listening to the show, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 
Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.